I'm Friedel. And I'm Andrew. And this is the Traveling to Radio Show, coming to you this time from sea <laughs> in Italy, the Adriatic Sea. We just about got splashed there. <laughs> We're being a bit adventurous this time in our recording, aren't we, Andrew? Yes, uh, half wading into the Adriatic and uh, along with every other Italian tourist around this time of year. Right now it's about 7 o'clock in the evening and the beach is absolutely packed. There's people swimming and there's people playing ping pong and people just out for a walk. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, this is the end of the day and there's still people just crowded out here. So as you can tell, we've been uh, touring Italy for the last few weeks and we've been having a pretty good time, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Uh, not bad time. Uh, we've enjoyed uh, certain parts of it. Other parts, uh, we, could have, we could have definitely left. Yeah, the traffic's been a bit much by times, and the Po Valley wasn't so exciting. Very flat. If you like nice flat territory, Po Valley's definitely uh, definitely it. But man, you can get eaten alive at night with the mosquitoes, and the heat can just absolutely kill you. In the summer, it's pretty sweltering. I'll tell you the part we've really enjoyed the most, though, of our touring in Italy so far is the part in northern Italy around Sutirol and the Dolomites. The mountains are just so unbelievably beautiful. And it's a really cycle-friendly area to be in. Yeah, and it's quite rewarding going up these nice big mountains and then coming to a beautiful valley and seeing magnificent sights. And a 50-kilometer downhill doesn't hurt either. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of nice as well. So those are a few quick thoughts on Italy. Now, before we drop our little recorder into the Adriatic Sea, I think it's time that we share an interview with you. Yes, we uh, met a couple and their dog, a uh, nice little beagle, um, from uh, Netherlands. Yeah, we met them in Bolzano. This was when we were in Italy in June. And the fact that they were touring with a dog on the back of their bicycles and carrying two weeks worth of dog food with them it just struck us as incredibly courageous. <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit bizarre too, but you know, you have to admire them. There they were climbing all the mountain passes, not only with four panniers each, but a dog. dog. And his dog food. So here they are, and we hope you enjoy this interview. My name is uh, Marco, and we are starting... To, uh, on a bike trip to, uh, in Italy to the Dolomites but we don't know how heavy it's going to be so well we'll, we'll see and you've got with you your wife um, I'm his girlfriend ah girlfriend sorry my name is Manon and uh -huh. we are uh, carrying our dog with us as well <laughs> but Marco is going to carry him because he's 13 kilos <laughs> the dog yeah <laughs> and what's the dog's name a uh, hunter hunter yes yeah, we always uh, pronounce it in the wrong way so English people never understand the name of him <laughs> <laughs> and you two are both from Holland Amsterdam okay that's a great bike touring country You're it in is good all company. flat all flat yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how did you get into bicycle touring well, I started with uh, mountain biking, and then a friend of mine said, well, maybe it's nice to do some cycling in uh, Thailand. So we that's where it start, all started, and I think it's the best way of traveling, because you can do real big uh, distances, but you're still close with the people that you meet along the way. So I think it's a very good way of traveling, yeah. Did you both start out together? Or? No, no, no. no. He, when we met, he was cycling already. And he gave me <laughs> a bike for my birthday. So I had <laughs> 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 a present with hidden yeah. motives. Yeah. Eh? 
No, but I was not really into sports as well. So I started indoor cycling as well to work on my condition. And, uh, well, I think when we went to last, it, it just, yeah, that was so perfect. Now I'm infected with the virus as well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about it? Um, well, I think it's, it's the feeling of freedom. And also, I think you um, are on different places than when you go by car or by bus. It's just that you meet people and, yeah, you're not going so fast, but not too slow as well. And, yeah, it's just, I think it's the perfect way of traveling. <laughs> so give us a summary of, of some of the different places you've been to. Uh, well, the first thing was Thailand, then it was Cambodia, and then Laos, and, well, now Italy. And somewhere in between we do we did some uh, Belgium, Ardennes, France. France. But they're all small, smaller trips. So... You really like Southeast Asia a lot. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's I think the, the people are very nice. And it's easy to do there, the, the traveling with the bicycle. And and the weather is always perfect. And Is it really? I mean, I always thought of it as maybe being a little bit muggy or hot or uncomfortable no, for cycling. No, no. Well, it depends on what time you go. If you go in wintertime, in there, wintertime then it's maybe 25 degrees. Well, in, in Cambodia it was 30, I think, so that was quite hot. But then you start very early, you, you start at 6, and you end up at, well, maybe 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But you go to sleep at 8, because the lights go off and there's no el electricity or anything, so there's <laughs> nothing to do. Enforced. So <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's, well, the, the time ch shifts a little bit, and, and then it's, it's perfect. In Laos we met lots of cyclists, yeah. really, yeah. also very, <laughs> lots of Dutch people as well, yeah. <laughs> really funny. Too, too many. <laughs> what, what about the traffic in Southeast Asia? Because every time I think that we've done a great yeah. thing, maybe cycling through Morocco, people say, wait till you get to Bangkok. <laughs> well, cycling in Bangkok is, is fun. Yeah? Because, yeah, well... Um, Not stressful. Well, I've, I've, I'm used to cycling in Amsterdam, and then you have to really move in between the cars and, and things. But uh, there's a lot of anger in, in Amsterdam when you cycle through traffic. Uh, but over there, we also were cycling really through the traffic, through the uh, uh, what are the cars and, and stuff. But when they waved their hands, we thought they were waving their hands in anger. But they were, were putting their thumbs up like, great, great, <laughs> you're doing good. <laughs> so that was really funny. But it's, it's on the wrong side of the road, and that's maybe a bit difficult in the beginning. For us, the wrong yeah, side. for us. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're from Britain, yeah. and then it's okay. But sometimes it's more uh, dangerous because um, the, the big, how do you call it, the big trucks, if you don't move with your bicycle, they will run over you. So you really have to look for them and go to the side of the road and let them pass. And it's, it can be diff uh, dangerous. Yeah. Right. Do you have a rear view mirror or how do you know they're coming? Is it one. just the noise? I have one. Or? Yeah. 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 Can we go take a look at your bikes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Come show us your bikes. <laughs> Say hello to the dog on the way by. <laughs> no, there isn't, but we can take a picture in a minute. Hello. Do you want to say anything? No, he's quiet. <laughs> the silent type. <laughs> so whose is whose? This is mine. <laughs> and where did you get it? Or? Well, uh, Marco oh, that's your birthday present. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still the same one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can you tell us about it? Do you like it? Yeah, I like it very much. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I think he's more into tec technical. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we thought that um, because we are traveling also in Asia, it has to be a very strong bike, but you have to sit on it uh, very well also. So we thought maybe 26-inch wheels were maybe a little bit too small. Then it would be some sort of mountain bike that you transform into a... Uh, vacation bike or holiday bike so we thought well 28 inch and it should have a, a front how do you call that suspension that's because not of something the you usually get on touring bikes people no. say that once you put the panniers on it kind of eliminates the no, suspension no. So no because the the how do you call it panniers panniers yeah yeah they, they are on top of the uh, how do you call that again the panniers are, are above the, um, the suspension. suspension, so so the suspension still works. Okay. Huh. So, but uh, you can also choose of, of putting putting it here, but then this is not um, supported yeah. by yeah. the by the suspension. Yeah. Huh. So it, wor it works really well. That's yeah. interesting because almost everything we never looked into getting front suspension, but everyone we asked said no, don't bother oh, because once funny. you put front panniers on, then yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. point. No, it works. Still works perfectly. Huh. Yeah. And you've got disc brakes as well. I see. Yeah. 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 We didn't choose for that especially, but they were on this bike. A, a friend of mine sold this bike uh, secondhand, so we didn't have really uh, a choice in that because the the it's it's very um, fragile. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you're in Asia and they put your bike on a, on a bus and then they take it off and put it on another bus and then then it might uh, get broken or damaged and then we yeah. take them off in the plane as well. Yeah. Put uh, them yeah. Boards. So they're a little more <laughs> trouble maybe yeah. than yeah, yeah. <laughs> normal. I think the, the 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 more simple the the better. But they were on this this bicycle already. So yeah. And what about the panniers? Are you happy with the Vade? Yeah, they're really perfect. Yeah, we broke one in the in the airplane, and I went back to the shop where we bought it, and I wanted to let it. Um, I got Lasse. Um, repaired. Yeah, yeah, repaired. But they said, well, no, it shouldn't break at all. Can I bring it back to the factory? And uh, well, I said, okay, let's do it. And I got new ones. Wow. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. As most people I see, maybe because they're coming from Germany, they have the Ortliebs. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yes. quite rare, at least in the last few days, to see someone oh, with non-Ortlieb. The bags itself, or the the, the brand. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Well, the Faudet, the the one that uh, designed this one, mm -hmm. he came from Ortlieb. He ah. was working at Ortlieb, and um, he went to Faudet, and. Uh, he designed this one. They're almost the same. I was going to yeah. say they almost. If you looked at them from a distance, yeah. you wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the brand name, I think. <laughs> they were a little bit less expensive, so they were a little bit cheaper. Yeah, the so Ortlieb's are well, pricey. Yeah, 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 this one as well, I think, but maybe a little bit less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ortlieb is uh, getting cheaper now, and Faudet is getting more expensive now. So they're leveling <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go have a look at your yeah. bike. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a German brand, Focus. Yeah. Focus? Yeah. And, and you haven't got the disc brakes? No, <laughs> no. But I've got the um, hydraulic brakes. Mm -hmm. And again, I thought, well, should I do that? Or should I just have the, the simple uh, V brakes? But they said, well, it, it never, never uh, breaks down. Or so I thought, well, can always change the brakes later. 
What's the favorite piece of equipment that you carry with you? Is there one thing that you think, wow, that, that works really well. We really mm. like that. We wouldn't leave it at home. Ooh, that's a good one. I think there are a lot of things that you shouldn't leave at home. <laughs> 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 or I, think, I think we carry a lot of equipment as well. When we are in Asia, we met people as well, and I think we carry a lot of, of yeah, things we with really us. Have you do have, you each have everything. four bags. Yeah. 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 But I we have really everything with us to... to totally take out a whole bicycle at all, at all the, the small parts and yeah we can repair everything ourselves with everything that we brought so I think I don't know what, what is the most important part maybe the, the how do you call this ah your computer your yeah, bicycle that, I computer think, <laughs> I think that's the thing that you always take with you and if, if you think well the, the bike gets stolen then that, that's the part you still want to have. Because that's <laughs> Not the bicycle itself. No, 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 no because the on there, that, that's what, what you have done. It all yeah, counts and, up. And a number person. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so, yeah. And he had a, another bike before, and he went on holiday with it, and yeah. they stole it from us and uh, at our house in Amsterdam. And then a friend, a couple of weeks le- later, saw our bike somewhere else in the, in the city, and then um, we went... Yeah, we went to get it back, so we he had a little fight with the with the other guy about it. But it was not, I think, not about the bike because he already bu- bought a new one. But it was because of the emotional value that yeah. he's been cycling and on it on every country, and so he really wanted it back. But now, so now he has two bikes. Yeah, <laughs> you got it back from him. Yeah. I got it back from him. Yeah. Did you just take it, or what's the? Well, no, it, it it was like um, it was on the street, and I thought, well, there was a lock this on is it my as well, a new lock. Yeah, there, w- there was a lock on it, but I, um, there were uh, a group of young people uh, on the street, and I th- said, well, do you know whose bike this is? And they said, well, it's, it's from the person on the balcony over there. So there was a, a guy on the balcony, I think he was 16 years old, and he's, I said, is this your bicycle? He said, uh, well, uh, uh, yes, uh, yes, it's it's mine. <laughs> and um, I said, no, 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 it's, it, this is my bicycle. It's it stolen a few weeks ago from our from our house from inside our house so I said well I'm going to call the police now so um, or maybe you throw down the the keys now and I take the bike with me and we don't talk about it anymore so he threw down the the keys and I unlocked it and could take it with me the the stupid part of it is in Amsterdam you have to be very very careful about your bike they they steal them all the time and the police, yeah, we went to the police and said, well, we saw our own bikes, but somebody else took it. And then he said, you have to prove that it's your bike. And we brought photo albums with old pictures about of his bike. Days. But what he wanted was the serial number or something. And because he had it second hands as well, and we didn't have a receipt or a number. So he said, well, you can prove it's your bike. So um, it, it might have been, might as well be his bike. So they didn't want to help us. So it was just... Uh, thing to try to tell to that boy we were called the police because we already had done that but he believed us so that then we were lucky <laughs> but it's really frustrating then you're there with the photo album and say well help me to get our bike back yeah. and they said well I'm sorry we can't help you <laughs> it's so stupid yeah. you have to do it yourself yeah. they said um, <laughs> I yeah. guess that's a lesson to always write down the serial number yeah do we have to yeah. have, have we written it down yeah I think so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see if you've learned your lesson uh, yeah. in Amsterdam we left three high and we carry the, the bikes with us on the stairs uh, when every day we don't want dare to leave them outside. And no. we're very careful about them. But I think you have to in Amsterdam. <laughs> so there's one more thing I really want to ask you before I let you go off and cycle <laughs> the, the high passes of the Dolomites. And that's about carrying a dog. Can you tell us how you do this <laughs> on the back of your bike? Yeah, yeah. You've well, got, well, it's, 
what well, you've got kind of looks like a milk carton yeah, or a milk it's, crate, it's, a plastic yeah, it's, it's milk a, crate. It's a sort of plastic milk crate. In, in Amsterdam, uh, many people have crates on the back of the cycle, uh, on the bicycle, not just for dogs, but also for carrying stuff. And uh, well, we, we put it on the back of the of this bicycle too. That we have the big bags on the on the side of the on the back side of the bicycle, and on top there's the the crate, and he will sit in it, and he will have um, he, he will try to look behind uh, how do you say that side to side, side to side yeah. to where he has the best view and uh, and his well, ears go like this yeah he, he straight up ears <laughs> will <laughs> flop in the wind yeah. 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 and does he never try and jump out you yeah. never no no he learned it that that he shouldn't do that and yes as i'm cycling with him in amsterdam as well yeah. so he knows he don't have to jump out and yeah, yeah he's really nice he likes it yeah he likes and it we like to take him with us otherwise we have to bring him to somebody else and yeah. for example when we go to Asia we don't take him with us no. but here it's no. so yeah it's perfect and he likes it to be with us and we think it's funny <laughs> and a lot of other people also think it's very funny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever put him on a diet just before a tour so he weighs a little less yeah, or? <laughs> yeah the, the thing is he just needs a, a special bit. diet he can't eat normal dog food because he has an allergy so we have to carry all, all his food with fruit. us so that's a very that's very heavy as well <laughs> this is why you have so many canyons yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to have food for 18 days. For yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So that's he- yeah. heavy. Uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> you people are dedicated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much everything altogether weighs? The dog yeah. and the food and uh, all your... Well, if, if we are traveling to Asia, we have, I think, well, what was it again? Well, average, I think 30 kilos yeah. and then five hand luggage. Yeah. 35? Uh, I think 25. Thing With the bicycles? With Without hand luggage. Now, not including the bicycle. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. then it's about 25 And the dogs each or together? Each. Yeah, each. And the dog is 13. <laughs> yeah. So we expect to see you going very slowly up yes. the mountain passes. Yes, then. we will. We will. <laughs> but downhill, we are fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, I wish you a wonderful trip. Yeah, yeah. you too. We wish you too. <laughs> good uh, luck good climbing trip. all yeah. those hills. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we'll see you somewhere at the top. Yeah, 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 maybe. That would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Well, I hope you can imagine that uh, beagle on the back of a bike in a milk crate, going down the road, ears flopping about. It's just a great image. I love that. It's fantastic, and uh, we think more people should do cycle touring with their dogs. I have to say, Hunter looked incredibly happy on the back of the milk crate. He was really (laughs) quite pleased with himself. Lucky well, dog. Very, very lucky dog. <laughs> if we could all be so lucky to just be put on the back of the bike and hauled up and down some of the most beautiful mountains in the world. <laughs> well, now I guess we're going to uh, continue heading south over the next few days. And eventually we are actually going to leave Europe, aren't we? Yay! <laughs> I mean, some of you out there may sort of think, world tour? Where have you been? <laughs> because really we've just been dawdling around Europe for quite a long time. But... Very, very soon we are going to head across the Adriatic Sea and cycle generally towards Turkey and the Middle East for the winter. But in the immediate future, we're going to head just a few kilometers down the coast to a mountain we can see from where we're standing. Yeah, basically tomorrow we have a little a little climb in front of us, which we haven't had climbs in ages. And uh, it should be nice in the morning. I, I'm really looking forward to it. This is a coastal road that is just south of Rimini, maybe 15, 20 kilometers south of Rimini, and it runs directly on the coast. It's a small yellow road on the map, so it shouldn't be too busy, and the views are supposed to be quite beautiful. Yeah. 
And then from there, we're going to head into the mountains inland just a tiny bit, and we're going to visit some friends for a few weeks and do some house sitting for them. So that'll be a little break before we get on that boat and leave Europe. That's right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed the show, and if you do have any thoughts on the podcast or on the website or any questions to ask us, then do send us an email. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. It's really nice on the road, really boosts our morale sometimes to get emails from listeners. We never quite know who's out there, so if you are out there, then drop us a line. That'd be great. Cheers.